I'm Alicia Caldwell, the mental fitness coach and the host of the Me, Myself, and Her podcast, where issues that challenge the mental fitness of women leaders take the spotlight. Hey everyone, welcome back. We are one episode away from the finale of season two. Can you believe it? Time literally flies when you're doing what you love and what you are called to do. So next week, I'll be wrapping up the season with a message that you don't want to miss. I'm going to share with you my heart about the woman, which is me, the message, which is what I've been placed here to share with you, and the mission, which is why I do what I do. You really don't want to miss it. Um, Season three will launch in January. I'm not leaving. I'm not stopping. I'm just pausing because it's the holiday season and I have some things that I'm going to be doing with my family and for myself. In addition to that, I need some time to keep building on what I've already been doing for each and every one of you as far as how can I serve and support you better. And it takes some time to do those things. So I want to be strategic. So don't flake on me while I'm away. I am coming back. This is actually going to give you an opportunity to go back and listen to some of the episodes that you missed anyway, especially in season one, back when I was still discovering and uncovering my podcast voice and brand. So go back and listen to some of those episodes because when I do, I'm just like, girl, you were really just trying to figure some things out. And then there's season two. If you've missed any of the episodes, this season is really my new Live Like Her vibe. And this is what you can expect moving forward. So just know that some intentional work is being put into maximizing the impact and really working to empower each and every one of you with a plan and with a purpose. Now that the announcement is out of the way, let's talk. The holiday season, y'all, has been different. Not horrible, not great, not a new normal, at least not for me, but different. My family and I, were still doing some of the same stuff we've done before. We put up the Christmas tree before Thanksgiving. We still have our tree lights on every night. And we're still talking about our gift wish list, like who's going to get who what. So we're still doing some of the same stuff that we did before, but the vibe is different. I bet most of you listening, you know the vibe that COVID-19 vibe that's put like a cloud over most of the activities this year. For example, my birthday is next week, but my festive mood is really weak. My family has asked what I want to do for my birthday, and I couldn't just pick. I had to consider safety, masks, my mood, and my whole attitude about it. Will I even feel like going out this year? Do I want to deal with the unmasked people? Do I want to deal with the health risk as I celebrate another year of life? I really don't know. That's the vibe that I'm talking about. I hope I'm not bumming you out. And if I am, don't push pause or stop yet. Hang in there for just a minute. I am going somewhere with this conversation. The different that I'm referring to is just coping with the holiday season more intentionally. I can't cope the way that I coped 
last year and previous years because this season has been significantly different. And that's okay. Different doesn't have to mean horrible unless we label it in that way. And of course, we're going to move different if that is the frame that we're putting this year in. I personally have had to keep myself in check because just this week, I was going down that rabbit hole of like, oh no, I'm not going to be able to do this or the other thing this year. And I had to remind myself that I am still blessed. Even if I celebrate my birthday right here at home that I have been blessed with, that is okay. I'm still being blessed with another year when so many other people lost their lives this year. When I feel my mood starting to dip like that, I really have to focus on getting fit, getting fit in my body, my mind, and my spirit. And in 2020, I have really neglected my physical body in more ways than one. I've been feeding my body trash. There was a stint of time where I wasn't exercising. And I'm telling you, that combination with the stress of this year, it has started to manifest and I'm not having that. I am on this whole journey right now, just cleaning up my eating, uh, making sure that I'm taking my vitamins consistently, getting in for a doctor's appointment to make sure that everything is in good working order because I've been slacking and that just won't do. Thankfully, I've improved my exercise. I'm making sure that I'm plugging into things and people that lift my mood and encourage me to do what I know. Because to be honest, I sometimes forget how wonderfully made and powerful I am, and I bet you do too. But today, I stopped by with this podcast episode to remind you and me that we got this. It does not have us. That it is the holiday blues. I am sure that you have all heard of it, but I'm going to give you a quick reminder anyway. The holiday blues are those sad, depressed, anxious, worried, frustrated, angry, lonely, or gloomy feelings that start to increase around the holiday season. And some of the things, some of the experiences that can trigger these emotions include our expectations not matching our reality, financials are struggling, living alone and not being able to visit family. If your general stress levels were already elevated prior to the holiday season, if you are grieving the loss of a loved one, if you are in conflict with your immediate or extended family, if you're newly divorced, recently becoming an empty nester and your children can't visit this year or you can't visit them. And lastly, it's cold gloomy, and you're staying indoors most of the time because of the cold and the pandemic. Those are just a few examples of how the holiday blues may be manifesting for you. It is a very mind, body, and perception experience, and just by understanding the holiday blues won't make you immune. Instead, we have to get in tune with our mind, body, and emotions. We have to pay attention and take action on what we know is best for times like these. I mentioned earlier how I sometimes forget 
how to implement what I know. I have this book knowledge, I have this professional experience, but it only works if I do. As you plan for the remainder of your holiday season, be in tune with yourself. Be aware of what your emotions are trying to tell you. What is your body trying to tell you? What is your mind telling you? What are your family members telling you when they notice that your whole mood and attitude is just not right? They may be saying, rest. Those emotions may be telling you to call and talk to a friend. They may be saying, look, you are stronger than this storm and it too shall pass. Whatever your emotions are saying, listen. They are there for a reason. They guide you to the things, people, and actions that will serve you best, but you will only know if you're paying attention. If you are in tune and move on what you know, you are more likely to grow through the experience versus feeling overwhelmed and destroyed by it. As this holiday season welcomes us into new ways to be and see the world and interact with people in it, we have to be prepared on purpose. I've said this before, but it's worth repeating. Mental fitness is no accident. It's strategic. As powerful women, as women leaders, we have to educate, equip, and empower ourselves to flow and grow with life. Am I saying it's easy? Heck no. If it were easy, there would literally be no point for this podcast. It is work, but you are worth it. Today, I want to share with you some strategies to add to your holiday blues toolbox. Even if you feel great, there may be a day, a week, or a season that you don't. Most of these strategies can actually be applied even outside of the holiday season, but because we are trying to snooze the holiday blues, I'm going to share with you six ways that you can do just that. Six ways to snooze the holiday blues. Tool number one, be honest about your feelings. Saying this is the new normal is fine, but it's also okay to honor and acknowledge that transitions require time and can lead to emotional turmoil as you work to adjust. Share your feelings through journaling or with family and friends that will listen, those that will support the reality of your struggle. If you don't have close friends or family to confide in, Consider your pastor, chaplain, a therapist, or maybe even me as your mental fitness coach. Either way, make sure that you are plugging into something that allows your mind to unload and sort through the thoughts and feelings during this holiday season. Tool number two, evaluate your expectations. Do they match the reality of this holiday season? If not, focus on getting clear about the reality and how that reality can still be pleasant despite the challenges. If you can't travel to visit your family, plan how you will still connect, laugh, and exchange gifts. If you're in conflict with your family this year, plan to reach out to friends or build relationships with acquaintances. If you are newly divorced or single, build this holiday season around getting to know you or the new dynamics of your family. Create new traditions, rituals, and experiences that nurture and strengthen your new identity and your self-love. Tool number three, plan in advance. 
If you normally shop in person, but that option doesn't work for you this year, plan to shop online. If you're uncomfortable visiting friends or family this holiday season, plan how you will decline. If you want to visit but can't, plan what you will do instead. If you're grieving a loss, get connected with a holiday grief support group in your area. Griefshare.org is a good place to start. Tool number four, spend time, not money. You may be tempted to overcompensate for the losses of this holiday season in a material or monetary fashion. Resist the urge to do that. The loss of normalcy, travel, in-person connections, holiday festivities, traditions, and so on, they have been a challenge, but don't challenge your bank account in response to it. Instead, do something more valuable. Gift your time and attention to people in person, if it's your immediate family and others if it's safe to do so, and virtually for others who would appreciate hearing your voice and seeing your face. The time is so precious and it's a gift that won't strain your finances. Tool number five, take time to reflect. You can't notice your feelings if you aren't paying attention. Get away from the noise. Get quiet and go inward. What is your inner voice trying to tell you? What is your mood, emotions, and health telling you? Make space for solitude so that the discomfort doesn't get ignored and turn into pain and then force you to pay attention to it. It's during the quiet times that our creative minds can rest. In the quiet, we can refresh and reframe what is going on inside and outside of us. I get it. As women leaders of faith, your life is full. You have a lot going on and many people depending on you. That makes your health, wellness, and stillness even more important. If you burn out, if your health fizzles, you won't be well enough to be there for people who need you anyway. Slow down so that you can fuel up and stay well for you and them. Tool number six, ask for help. The season of giving is here. You've been giving to others, giving to your business, giving to charity, giving to work. But what about you? You're giving, but are you asking to receive help? Are you secure enough in who you are as a powerful woman that you can say, hey, this plate is too full. I need to share the load. I need help carrying the weight. For this last strategy, I'm going to give you a journal prompt for today. Make a list of all the people, professional and personal, that you would feel comfortable asking for help if the holiday blues start getting the best of you. If the stress starts to become disruptive and destructive, you have a list, a life support system of people that you can call, reach out to, and let them know that you need help. Make the list, and when you notice overwhelm setting in, reach out and lift yourself back up. I hope these six strategies are helpful as you work to snooze the holiday blues. Life is beautiful, but it's not always easy, and leading a mentally fit lifestyle, it requires more than your mind. It requires your grind, your willingness to work on it each and every day. Seriously. Each and every day, our minds, our bodies, our spirits, and our relationships, they need us to pay attention and do something strategic to make them better. 
Do you have ideas of what you can do every day to keep your mind, body, and self-care in a growth state? Whether you do or don't, I have some good news. I have an early Christmas gift for you. For the month of December, I'm sharing my personal self-care calendar with you. By going to my website at livelikeher.com and signing up, you will receive my free self-care calendar. For those who are already subscribed, check your inbox. It's already there. The calendar has 35 self-care ideas. You don't even have to think about it. You just look at the day of the week, go down the list, and you can pick one thing that fits your lifestyle, your time frame, and your whole mood that day. And you can do that one self-care practice on purpose to help you to feel and be better. I'm only offering this for the month of December. So if you're interested, head over to my website at livelikeher.com and sign up. Subscribe to my website so that you can get the free self-care calendar, mental fitness tips, and updates about the latest podcast and blog episodes. Sign up before January 1st, 2021 to make your self-care life much easier. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you found value in the conversation. Keep in mind that the information shared is not a substitute for services from a licensed mental health provider or medical professional. To read the blog version of this conversation, go to my website at livelikeher.com and check it out. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at livelikeher2 and on Facebook at livelikeher. Join me again next week for another conversation about who we are, who we want to be, and how to become her.